Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 215, Deepening Communication. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's quite a week we're going through, and lots has happened both before the lunar eclipse and will continue happening after that amazing lunar eclipse. But today I want to focus not on that, but I want to focus on the fact that Mars turned retrograde in Gemini on October the 30th and will continue retrograde until the middle of January and then will move forward again. But as I'm going to explain, we'll meet up in Neptune with Neptune in March. And if you haven't heard me say this, March next year is huge. We have so much going on with, I'll just say again, Pluto is going to move into Aquarius, Saturn moving into Pisces. And here we have other things happening in the March period. So just be ready for that. But let's come back and we'll look at communication. Why do I think this is important? Because the word communication comes from the ability to share information commonly or to find a common language. And I think we've forgotten how to do that. We find ourselves either using a language that doesn't actually interact with anybody. In other words, we just say something and we don't actually want to find that community that will listen to us or interact with people who may have a different point of view. Or we find that language is being not shared in a way that we can all have a part to play in it. And why do I think this is important? Because Gemini itself, which is, we're talking about the ability to communicate, Gemini is always about bringing information. And I like to see it as the bee that will take pollen from one plant to another, bringing information from one to another plant so that it is a commonly known information that's being shared. But the rulers of Gemini, Castor and Pollux, were twins who were told that one of them has to live in spirit and one of them has to live on the earth because the purpose of Gemini is to be the messenger between heaven and earth, spirit and matter. And they were so sad that they would have to do this that they decided that they would constantly move, take turns. One of them would be in spirit, one in matter, and then they would move between those two roles meeting in the center to share their love. So I love that story about Gemini. It's often why you find any of us who have Gemini energy to be relatively restless, constantly searching out new information and wanting to share it, whether through our teachings, our books, etc. But the form that I wanted to speak about is information. What does that mean? Information is to bring into form something from spirit. So our ability to communicate is to actually communicate and make common spirit information that we are now manifesting into this world. So when we are being informed or when we are informing, 
we are literally saying, this is an idea I have that can manifest. And as I communicate it, my job is to communicate in a way that I can share it with others. At this time, there are many levels of communication taking place. We could see them as electromagnetic energy that is entering not only this planet at this time, but also obviously entering our body, entering our DNA, entering our, our very systems of communication within our body, which include the heart and the nervous system. So we have different levels of electromagnetic waves that are coming in. Some of them, such as gamma, are seen as much more cosmic, much more damaging to the body if they're used in if too much enters. And then we got on the other level, we could have radio waves where we could literally say those radio waves are used in radios and TVs. But in the middle, we have microwaves. Microwaves also are very active at this time for our cell phones, for other means of communication, Bluetooth. So we have these very cosmic rays that are coming into our planet, into our bodies, as well as these other waves that are not necessarily recognizable by sound. In other words, in the middle of that is sound waves that we could say, oh, I can hear this. But we have lower frequency waves, such as microwaves and radio waves, and we have these higher frequency waves, such as ultrasound, et cetera, and moving up. And all of these are impacting us at this time. So again, remind ourselves, they're not just electromagnetic waves floating around. They are informing us. They are bringing a piece of information into this planet, into our thinking at this time. And what we're needing to do <laughs> is to decide, is this information that resonates with my own wavelength, my own frequencies, or is this information I need to say, no, thank you very much? And so what I want to break this down into is the personal communication, the communication with other people, and then move on into the cosmic ray communication, which is obviously far less easy to stop entering into our system. We can, we can say no to someone if we don't like their information that they might be sharing with us verbally, but it's harder to actually block wavelengths that we actually can't hear or we can't see and, and we may not know that they're being we're being affected by them all right so let's start with retrograde mars in gemini now one more little piece i want to say is that mars is passionate and gemini is often seen as local information or local journeys. We often say that Sagittarius, its opposite sign, is about big journeys around the world, but small journeys around the world, ruled by Mercury, uh, are very much affected by Mercury Gemini. In other words, when we might be seeing that communication, uh, our, our computers may go down, our phones may not work, or we might find that we our small travels around locally are being disturbed at this time. I'll just maybe I'll put it in those words. But we also may find that we may actually start having passionate arguments with people locally. We may get disturbed by the information they're sharing with us, or we may find ourselves in arguments. 
So just be gentle. So anything locally which might involve travel or communication in any way, if it's affecting you locally, calm down and recognize that what is the most important thing for me to portray at this moment to this other individual or, or to myself. All right. So the retrograde stage of Mars is about reviewing everything. What am I reviewing? I'm reviewing all those things I'm mentioning. What information am I bringing into myself? What information am I sharing with others? What information is coming into my world? So the review personally is, can be starting with, am I listening to myself? I might be saying a lot of things out there, but am I listening and being reflective of what I'm thinking? Because Mercury and Gemini are about thinking and thought processes. And then am I actually telling myself lies? Am I telling, you know, making sense? And am I actually listening, as I say, deeply to what's going on in my own heart, in my own soul? That involves a listening that is beyond just what we may be thinking, but also what's our intuition saying? Is our intuition really speaking to us, which it always is? And is it just a still, small voice, or is it roaring now? Is it trying to get our attention? So what needs to be heard on that level? Are we listening to the wisdom of our body? Does our body feel happy? Are we communicating with our body? Or are we just overriding it? When we get tired or where something happens, we just say, oh, just keep going. Are we listening beyond our emotionality because emotions can just overwhelm that listening? And are we sometimes listening for other people in a more empathic way and failing to listen to our own needs? So some of that may resonate with you, or all of it, in the fact of, am I listening to my body, my intuition, my mind? and Am I resonating with those truths that I'm taking into my being? Which may be, do I really want to listen to those pieces of uh, maybe a video you've been watching on for years on YouTube? I hope not. you're not wanting not to listen to my podcast, but what are you taking in? What's, what's informing you? And the important part of that is, does it take me further forward? Am I just listening to something that's comfortable to listen to, or does it expand me? Does it help me to grow? Does it help me to move? Or does it just get me depressed? <laughs> so be very aware of the information we're taking in and ask ourselves, do I want to continue with this? I found myself actually unsubscribing to a few things because it's just like, okay, I know this information or I've heard it, but it doesn't take me anywhere further now. Maybe it was fine two or three years ago, and it's just not relevant to me now. So it's very much about listening within, and, and I'm just going to reiterate, it's about, does this help me to grow? Does this help me to become informed? Or is it just chatter? So that's on our personal level, which can, of course, take enough time <laughs> overall. But then we start to think about how we're communicating with other people. And obviously, that includes our 
our loved ones, friends, who are our loved ones as well, but our family, our friends, our acquaintances, people who maybe we've been a communicating with for a long time, and maybe that needs to change the way we communicate. And obviously, it can mean those that work with you, colleagues, etc., and then your environment. How do we find that common language to share so that we are all part of this? And I think that's what's got lost. Social media has not improved communication. It's actually shut it down. So we have one person making a statement and then another person makes a statement. There's no linking. There's no interaction. There's no intercourse. We're not meeting and learning or creating from each other. And I think that every level of communication, again, with Castor and Pollux moving between spirit and matter, it's a, it's a communication that creates. It's not just sending information into the world. How does this change what's going on? And if our communication between each other is not changing anybody, it's just stalemate, then clearly we're not communicating. We're staying in our own little box of this is what I believe and you're staying in your box in what you believe. There's, there's no interaction. So this is, you know, with Mars there again, because it's a passionate sign, it's about action. This isn't about, oh, I'll just sit back and I'll let them talk away. <laughs> they always do or whatever it is you usually do. I'll keep the peace. I'll keep the harmony. Maybe Mars doesn't want you to keep the peace. Maybe it wants you to say, Actually, I need you to listen to me. Or I want time to listen. And I was reading around this whole subject of communication where it's like, can we set a time to talk? Because so many times now, we're not really talking. I've got a few minutes, just, you know, what is it you want to say? No, I don't want a few minutes. So I don't want to talk to you as you're doing something else. I want you to listen. And I want to hear you. It's not just listening to me. I want to hear your response. Otherwise, I could just write you a letter and I never hear anything back or an email. So setting time for listening to each other is really important. And then I was reflecting on what was also said is when we're listening, not to interrupt, <laughs> not to put our point of view across at that moment. You know, I love the co-counseling, those ideas where you say, okay, I'll give you, you know, have a couple of minutes to just speak and I will listen. Because I think too often we are jumping in with our own opinions or our own experiences and that shuts somebody down who is not a great communicator. So here I listen and I do like the idea of mirroring back. So what I'm hearing you say is, am I right? Or do, you know, is there another way in which you want to say it so I really understand what you're saying? And I think that can be very useful when someone has difficulty communicating. Sometimes it's good for them to write down what they want to say before we start talking, especially as teenagers and, or people who have difficulty actually sharing their feelings. But it also comes down to someone who may be more defensive or even a little bit more attacking where that attack may come across and our natural tendency way may be to say, let me tell you what I really think or let me tell you how I'm feeling or whatever. Maybe that's a good time to say, can I just check this is what you're saying? Because sometimes where the attack comes, 
the person who wants to put their words over very actively, we could say, also isn't hearing themselves. So when we can say, can I be clear, this is what you're saying, then they get the chance to say, well, actually, no, that's not what I want to say. I want to say this. <laughs> because anger is often, well, first of all, anger is the energy of change. And then secondly, anger is often the energy that overrides our sadness, our deeper emotions, and then our fears. So when someone attacks with anger, let's call it attacks, or says something with an angry tone, they may be expressing something, but what they're, we need to know what it is that's deeper than that. So I'm really frustrated at you. Da, 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 da. Okay, so I'm hearing you're really frustrated. Is that all that's going on? So somehow making sure that we go as deep as we can. Because fear and, and sadness are much more important emotions to hear in someone rather than the anger, which often uh, doesn't allow us to go deeper. So what it says to all of us is try not to open our mouths and try and justify or respond to someone's anger, which is our natural tendency to want to do. Let me tell you what I want. <laughs> um, just giving that space. And so justification, I, I often find in myself, is always not a good way of doing things. Or, if I may say, I'm a great one for taking responsibility for things. Oh, I'm sorry I did that. Where really, by doing that, I stop the conversation. I stop the flow because I may well say, yes, I am responsible for part of this, but I need to hear both sides. And if I constantly am taking responsibility or trying to calm someone down, that's not going to happen. Okay? And you can add to the list I'm creating. So we're both listening inside. We're listening to our bodies. We're listening to our intuition. And then we're listening to someone else. And again, maybe even with our body. Sometimes our body gives us indications of how we are feeling around this interaction with someone else. Are we tightening up? Are we hiding ourselves by turning our body? Are we closing up our solar plexus? You know, what's going on uh, when we're with the presence of this other individual? And this really, as you can hopefully hear, doesn't matter if you're talking to your boss or whether you're talking to someone who's on, you know, you could say a colleague. Everybody should listen at that equal level, that common state. I don't feel anybody has the right to say, well, I'm your boss. I can say this. I don't have to listen to you. That's the hierarchical energy of Pisces that's going out the window. We're bringing in this energy of Aquarius is saying, Okay, yes, because I'm a secure individual as your boss, I can hear you. I don't need to shout you down. So this is really changing the dynamics of those communications. And again, does your information you're giving me actually take me further forward? I don't care if you're my boss or whatever. But if you're just shouting at me, there's no information being given. Is the information I'm receiving from you actually valid and helping me to move forward in whatever situation I'm in? In the moment, we're having a lot of very uh, cool conversations occurring. Well, I shouldn't even say conversations, statements being made that are just bullying. And there's no way that you can ever communicate with a bully in a way that says, let's find a common language unless they're willing to calm down and actually share what's going on for them. There's a lot of fear around at the moment through communication. And to say that on the 19th of November, and I'll probably speak about this again, there's, we have... Mars retrograde is going to be uh, squaring Neptune in Pisces. 
So this is what's going to happen. And Neptune and Pisces has been about, as I say, expanding ourselves into unity, consciousness, oneness, uh, wonderful energy, but it's also related to delusion, illusion, crisis, addiction, and all those other wonderful things. So I think that when Mars and, and Neptune meet, we're going to have a blow up of, of, of cheating, scandals, things again coming to the surface that were almost in a storyline that you weren't allowed to hear. You just heard the story, but there's a much deeper energy going on. Um, it could be also gaslighting going on, but there's going to be a lot goes on around that November date. And then it comes together again in the March of next year. So I feel that when you tell me a story that wants to pacify me and send me to sleep, that actually isn't helping me at all. And it's not helping our relationship. So I can deal with the truth. I can deal with what's going on. Let's, let's be adult about this. So we come to our third level of communication, and these are these waves, these electromagnetic waves that we can't necessarily hear and we certainly can't see. So we have the microwaves, the radio waves, and the infrasound waves, which are lower than the sound. And then we have the gamma and the ultrasound waves and probably a few more up in that scale. Our biggest concern at the moment is those lower frequency wavelengths that are coming in that we may not be able to know that they're happening. They are electromagnetic waves that are bringing, if you want to say it, some level of radiation. I'm not talking about, let's say, radiation from a nuclear power plant or something large in that way. But these, all of these radio waves have a way of interacting and maybe disrupting our normal systems, such as I say, our heart and our nervous system, our DNA and many other systems that rely on picking up information in order to function. So where we have arrhythmias in the heart or problems in the heart, it's because there's some interference with the electrical pathways of the heart. Of course, we could see the same in the brain and our whole nervous system. And I feel that I don't want to say that all radio waves that are coming to us at this moment are bad, except that we are not necessarily attuned to the different frequencies that are now informing us that weren't doing this 50 years ago. So our physical body, our soul body, our etheric body is all trying to deal with, whoa, look at all these wavelengths coming into us. If I go way out into the cosmos to start with, and maybe I need to speak first. As you know, the magnetic shield that has been protecting our Earth and therefore us from all these wavelengths that are out in our atmosphere, in the sun, the galaxy, the cosmos, that magnetic shield is decreasing significantly. So we are being bombarded with all those wavelengths I talk about. And even though we say, yes, there is activity on the sun and that sun's activity, the solar flares, et cetera, will have a bigger impact on us because we don't have this magnetic shield. The sun actually is not that active as it could be at this time. And because of that, the sun is also being impacted by galactic energies coming through, of which 
you know, have been happening for some time, but we really have no idea how that's impacting our body and soul. And then we have what we say cosmic energies, our energies coming through the galactic center, affecting the, gal the galaxy, affecting the sun, and affecting us on the earth, and affecting the bees and the whales and anything which is reliant on having, first of all, a magnetic field that they can understand and north-south, and that's diminishing, but also are being knocked off you know, balance by these amazing energies that are coming in. And I say amazing, and I believe they are. I think that we are being showered, bombarded with these energies coming in from very much different star systems, different galaxies. How they affect us, you know, is each one is an individual. As I speak about, our DNA is like these little um, radio frequency or has these little radio antennae. And so they are wakening up to these new signals coming into our planet, coming into us. So as we're waking up, we will feel different. We will feel we want to communicate different ideas. Again, we're being informed. So we're being informed with who we are, but we're also being informed with information, which can cause us to both want to shut down and sleep, or we're buzzing all the time. Lots of information coming in through our sleep state, through our dream state, and maybe our intuition is getting stronger and stronger. How we deal with that is to keep ourselves grounded, rooted, to keep connected to Mother Earth, to make sure we have plenty of time out in nature, especially where there's wind moving or sea moving, either movement of energy is really powerful. Spending time, maybe aware of the, at sunsets or sunrises of how that sun is influencing the third eye, the pituitary gland, and hence the rest of our glands. Now, I wouldn't go staring at that, but recognizing that the pituitary gland is, again, a huge radio receiver picking up all that information and then affecting all our hormones. So if you've got hormonal imbalances, that is definitely part of that. And then I need to go to the other level. We call the infrasound, the, the lower wavelength sounds, and they are the microwaves and the radio waves, and they're impacting us. Now we have to decide whether or not their impact is helping us or not. Again, is this information they're bringing helping us? So we know that we have you know, cell phones that, need, that work on that situation. We obviously have microwaves in our kitchen, perhaps. But we also recognize that more and more cell towers are being erected to bring in these 5G different uh, wavelength frequencies. And because they do not cross a large distance, they're being brought in en masse. In other words, you have to have more radio towers to bring in those uh, wavelengths than you would on the old systems that we used to use. And how much is that impacting us? Some people would say, not at all. I think it does. And I think we're increasingly, because we're becoming increasingly sensitized to these cosmic rays, I believe we're also becoming increasingly sensitized to other electromagnetic frequencies that may or may not serve us. I worked a lot with looking at uh, children, for instance, and dowsers who were looking at where children were sleeping up near to a generator or near to... Uh, a system or a place where the electromagnetic frequencies were disturbing the children. 
I think that that's gone up a million times probably since I was doing general practice. We know that there are certain metals such as mercury, which will increase our ability to absorb that EMF rightly, rightly or wrongly. So of course, taking mercury out of teeth is good, but it still exists in some of the vaccines. We know that graphene has a huge potential of actually also helping to uh, the absorption of these electromagnetic frequencies to our body. We know these exist in various injections, et cetera. So not only have we become, well, not only are we informed by all these energies, there's a lot of things that are happening within manufacturing systems that are encouraging that information into our bodies. And I think that we need to be aware of, am I sleeping in the wrong place, as some would say? Am I living in a place which is actually informing me too much or that these frequencies are not good for me? And we know that you know, people who have been in a severe radiation storm have difficulty to have fatigue, sleeplessness, they have nausea, they have tingling in their body, in their skin. Uh, we know that they're, they have arrhythmias in their heart. We know that they have difficulties with their breathing because the heart isn't be, uh, be, is being affected. So it back, part, back, goes back into the lungs and we see the same problems in their hormonal system and we see in the same term problems in the nervous system. And I think that what we are seeing around the world at this time is a lot of inflammation and so-called infection that's been putting down to maybe a bug or et cetera, but maybe it's more than that. Maybe more and more people becoming sensitized by these different systems. So what do I suggest? I suggest we all become more aware of those electromagnetic frequencies within our own home turning off computers, pulling, taking out the plug, finding out what systems, if you have a network of an internet network, is that affecting you? Maybe making sure that your bedroom is clear of all those electromagnetic frequencies if possible. It's not always possible to move away from the cell phone mask, but who knows? And then, you know, looking at, am I, am I using too much Bluetooth? I watch people walk around with their earbuds in. Um, it all looks terribly, you know, swish and sophisticated, but you are constantly putting this information into your brain. And those wavelengths, those, yes, those waves, electromagnetic waves are constantly flowing through and across your brain. We also feel it when someone carries their cell phone in a particular part of their body. I don't know if you've ever felt that around your, you know, if you've got your cell phone in your hip pocket or you've, you've carried and you think, wow, I can feel the heat coming out of this. So being very aware of what are the electromagnetic wavelengths that I'm experiencing. And you can get a, we got a meter to go around the house. And I was surprised how many of our systems that had nothing to do with telecommunications actually were putting out a lot of EMF into our house. So, and just unplugging them made a big difference. And then you know, uh, uh, I, there are different crystals you can use. And I know I went into the crystals last time. So hematite, they're often the blacker uh, crystals are really good for absorbing these electromagnetic uh, wavelengths or energies. Black turamine, shungite, uh, I know I love my shungite. And citrine is a great cleanser of our DNA. 
but I have pieces of shunga all around my computers. So you might want to think about doing something like that, but make sure that they tend to pick up the energy. So you need to also clean them or put them, you know, clean them with salt water, put them out in the sun. So once they've picked up the energy, quartz isn't so great because it does absorb energy and, and it also transmits it. So you want something that absorbs and holds it until you can clean it. And then you might want to be thinking about iodine levels and nascent iodine is a good form of increasing your iodine. Many people are now being diagnosed as having low thyroid function and often told they don't have enough iodine. But there's also because of these new wavelengths, it also takes up some of that iodine. So you might be thinking of taking in something like iodine. And then there's something like uh, glutathione we know helps to be a really good anti antioxidant and also absorbs all this radiation. And the best form of uh, taking it in is in NAC, which actually creates the glutathione and, and helps you to produce more. And then there's things like beets, you know, beetroot, beets are wonderful for this. Uh, papain is a, a, one of the fruits. Um, green vegetables are all good for us. So there's lots of things we can do, but I'm not wanting you to get into any sort of panic about all of this. What I'm wanting to, for us to all understand that we are in this showering of wavelengths that are occurring on our planet at the moment, whether some of them are trying to prevent the higher frequencies coming in from the cosmos. I think there's a good part, part to play in that. But whatever's happening, we need to do something ourselves to make sure that we limit any more harmful electromagnetic fields and that we open ourselves to those fields that are going to enhance and inform us. And that we can only know by listening inside us. Maybe sometimes listening to our body. Our body will say, I don't want to be in that room. Or I don't want to be there. Listen to the body. Listen to the heart. Whatever you need to do. But these waves of energy coming in from the cosmos are not going to stop. And what we need to be able to do is to keep our bodies clear, using sometimes even, as I say, going out into fresh air, around water, cleansing our energy, taking showers, whatever we need to do. But this is a time where the, the future is not about wars between fire. This is what Alice Bailey said. She said it's going to be wars within air. And, and that's what I'm seeing. This is not about nuclear wars. This is a war of communication, wars of information. And it's taking place through these silent waves that we need to be conscious of and to do whatever we can to keep our energy still and open and our hearts and minds open to the purest information that we are receiving from our higher self and spirit and for the grand, great, great grandmothers who love us and portray their energy, the energy of the great mother. The love that comes to us is coming in in such a force now. It's the love we wish to receive and be informed. Let me be informed through love. Until next time. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. 
You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.